It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Bikini selfies saved a woman's life? Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News brought to you in part by Zero Res, Kev. All right. Experts say we shouldn't do this until the sixth date. Do you have any idea what it might be? I'm going to go with split the check. Oh, split oh, the check. Oh, that's a great one. Got yeah, very comfortable at that point. Very Let's good call. Uh, that's not it. Son. Gosh, I was going to say cook for him, but I feel like Jay. that happens before that. That's it. Oh, that's it? You nailed it. See, because I never, I never did that, so I don't. To me, that would be a big step and, and a big Cooking risk for someone. Well, that's exactly it. That's why they're saying you should not cook for someone until the sixth date. According to this research, they're just saying there's too much that can go wrong. Oh man! If you're just getting to know someone, now six dates seems pretty good. I feel like, man. I mean, when you first start dating somebody, how long? How many dates do you have in a week? One, two, yeah, probably. I mean, because it could be that could be Couple. up to like six weeks, which I feel like that then that's kind of a long time. That does seem like a really long time when you put it that way. But uh, but I could see. And it I feel too. like for me, I was I would be more of like a you know third date guy or something, mm-hmm. trying to be thinking that it would be impressive. But they say that's exactly it. Sometimes. You're trying to be impressive, and you're trying too hard. Your kitchen could be dirty, or maybe the way you do something in the kitchen could be something where they go, hmm. Don't like it. I don't like the way mm-hmm. that guy just did the dishes. Or Right. <laughs> I have a it, terrible cook-for-you story. Uh-oh. Oh, please. When my wife visited Spokane one time when she was living in L.A., we were doing the long-distance thing. She said she wanted to cook me dinner. This was early on in our relationship, okay. very early. And... We had never, we had, I don't think at that point, ever cooked for each other at all. Okay. And it was dumping snow in Spokane. She, I lived in Brown's Edition. She trudged through the snow oh, no. to Rosar's down there, trudged back. Like it was, she's from LA. She was not used to snow at all. So no. this was already in and of itself bad. And she wanted to make a pork tenderloin. Oh. And she geez. cooked it wrong. Oh, no. And I called her on it because I'm, bril- because I'm brilliant. And I was like, yeah, it's not really that great. No. Oh. Like an idiot. <laughs> the first time she ever cooked for me. Now, my wife is a fantastic cook. Wow. Now, but she didn't cook for me for two or three years after that. Two years. I think it was two years. I think it was two years after we did that. She did not cook for me for two years until we were married. And now now she's back into it. But I that was held over my head for a very long time. Well, yeah. It's a risky game cooking for someone. It really is. Well, it, I feel sick to my stomach about it still just thinking about it. I don't know if it's as I mean, for most people, I don't think they would be maybe quite as honest or forthcoming as you were maybe with well, your opinion so of dumb. the food. It was so <laughs> dumb. You know what they say? That's another one, too, is that you're trying to impress the person who cooked. And so you'll say things that you don't mean and you'll... You know, oh, it was really good, and then the person wants to cook it again. Oh, I see what and you're saying. Just yeah. in, there, there's just yeah. so many things. They say there's way more that can go wrong than can go right. You can just or get takeout. If you want to have the date at your house, if that's the kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like do that. They say restaurant takeout is the way to go until the sixth date. Then go ahead and try it. You Eat. should have enough. 
established there. You should also make sure you know what's going on. Off the text line, my cousin's wife, when they were dating on the second date, cooked him a dinner with peanut sauce, and he's allergic. And oh, no. That oh. didn't go so well. well. That could go to the end. That went poorly. Could be the last date that person ever is on. They've been married That's now true. for 20 years, but, okay. uh, you know, a trip to the hospital usually really gets you a lot closer. That's good times right there. Oh, so great. <laughs> Just good times. <laughs> What'd uh, you do right. on your second date? Oh, we went to the hospital. Story number two. Well, oh, we know perfect. what to avoid with dating. Don't try to cook until a sixth date, at least. But now, Top Chef All-Stars. Ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. TV show? Yep. Okay, no. <laughs> it's so good. Top Chef is so good. I guess I've heard they of are. Top Shelf, so I guess Top Chef, so I guess All-Stars makes sense. Yeah, just win- winners. Winners yeah. are, or legends. Sure. Are people who are really good. Tips from the show that we need to do on Thanksgiving. Ooh, I'm all in or on this, things, KJ. Sorry, things not to do. This is what we need to avoid okay. for Thanksgiving. First thing, doing too much work. People need to pace themselves and do plenty of prep and even cooking days prior to Thanksgiving. So that day of isn't just spent doing all of the cooking at once. They say it can be absolutely overwhelming for anybody. These are chefs, chefs that are experts saying there's no way. It's too much for anybody to try to do in one day. I like that idea. Do as much prep as you can leading up to it. Yeah, I like it because you can have fun with the family and everything. Yeah. And... Here's the next one. Leaving the turkey in too long. They say, trust us, just pull the turkey out. Everybody gets the same thing. You get nervous about it. Like, oh, God, I just want to make sure the turkey's done. You mean you don't done. want to poison them? <laughs> oh, I just want to make sure it's done. Uh, it's 30 minutes ahead of whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's not quite the time that it's said yet. These expert chefs are saying, take it out. Take it out early. Let it sit there. It's still going to cook mm. while it's setting out of the oven. You are going to be fine. Go with your gut. Remove the bird. It still cooks while it's resting, and that is the key to getting the best-tasting bird. It's the hardest thing to believe with chicken and turkey or any fowl. Yeah. It's hard to believe that you can take it out early and that it will cook because if it doesn't, you all have diarrhea. Right. No, that's a, that's <laughs> the thing. You're like, I don't want to food poison my family, so I'm going to be I'm going to err on the side of crunchy. Right. I mean I'm How is it? It's a game. Do you want to yeah. roll those dice? And go ahead. If you, yeah. if you cooked for Slim, he'd be like, it's really dry and terrible. <laughs> so, I feel so bad about it still. <laughs> what am Come I on, thinking? Man. I know it's just a bad thing, but it is a good point that if you leave it covered, it will continue to cook Yeah, uh, as it sits there. And, and the final one they say that is way too common on Thanksgiving, and we need to avoid it, forgetting to plan leftovers. What, is that? what do you Always mean? Always make enough that you're going to have leftovers and have a plan like all your Tupperware. Okay. Have it all ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ha- have... Stuff ready to go. Yeah. If you plan on being that person that's sending leftovers with people. With people, yeah. Which, by the way, I saw someone say that the that's other day. great. Am I the only one who goes to Thanksgiving every year with Tupperware? No, that's you're the. That's a good that's person. That's a brilliant thing. Yes, you're so thinking So you show ahead. up and just be like, hey, planning on taking some of this. Is that cool? I mean, depending. Smarter move, a young boys out there who don't have any Tupperware, the second you get to Thanksgiving, grab Tupperware from your mom's yes. Tupperware drawer and pretend like you brought that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mom. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. And she's in. Jay and Kevin show. 
Jay Daniels. Are the Olympics on a, a leap year, too? Kevin James. Gosh, they spend their whole lives working for this one moment in time, and we're just like, oh, is it this year? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Quick question for you. Is it gross if I take the crown that fell out of my mouth to the dentist and hand it to him when I you get have there? to. You have to. Oh, you have to. You have to pay for to a new one. Oh, crap. Yeah, it's like a refund policy. Yeah, you actually need that. Right. Don't lose that. Oh, well, now that you've said that. Okay. Th- that, that's a... If- because they can just put they just put it back on. They'll if put it you back lost on. it, do they do the thing like I do where they go <laughs> and then just yes. stick it in there? They use that awesome that awesome air blower <laughs> machine they've got. Yeah, it sounds like it's got all the power. Ooh. Did you see mine too, Slim? Did yours fall out also? Yeah, look at that. What is that? How did you both lose a crown? There's today? no way, Kevin. Nope, that's the tip of a piece of candy corn. <laughs> okay, that is. I was going to suggest you take that in if you can't find the one you thought you lost. <laughs> that's so funny. You go, hey, here it is. They're like, what? That's what caused your crown to come out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, correct. Kev, I thought that was a crown. That I, was it looks really like looks it. like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Is candy corn good after Halloween? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Slim, I, haven't had, I have not had any candy corn all year. You and brought us a perfect snack, so I'm I'm intrigued with how I, you feel the snacks compare. Well, <laughs> oh, what, what I did, what I said to Jay was, I need to be done with these no-shell chili roasted pistachios. I, I love them Where'd you so get them much. again? Uh, they have them pretty much at every store. These are from Walmart. Okay. But you can find them anywhere. This is the red bag. They've also got barbecue ones that are really good. Man. Um, but th- they're delicious. Let me tell you how delicious they are. How delicious are they? They're bursting with big, bold flavors big, bold of red flavor. pepper, garlic, and vinegar to tingle your tongue. Oh, wow. And keep you craving more. Mm. Skip the shells. Get spicy. Less cracking. More snacking. Okay, Kev, I've got, that's my only problem with that snack that you brought us. The flavor of those pistachios is unbelievable. Yeah, I, they're I really loved good. everything about it, but... I do like cracking my own pistachios. I think I, eating those pistachios you gave me was not as enjoyable as eating pistachios that are, are shelled. You like I, to put the work in, huh? Or have the shell on them, yeah. I will agree with you in the aspect that I love the flavor of these. I think the taste of them is better than a regular pistachio. Yes, agreed. But when I eat pistachios, there's something about cracking them. It makes you... The problem with this is I could eat this entire bag... Because it's just so easy to dump them in your hand and eat them. And that's why I've had to put yeah. it away and eat candy corn instead. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I just less cracking, more snacking. And that's yeah. exactly it. I'm snacking too much on these because there's not any work involved. Well, and they clearly can't get the flavor in there if they're in the shell. Absolutely. So that's yeah, why, they, it's, have it's why they have to do it that way. It, it is a wonderful Whose snack. job is that? That's like a guy who's just sitting there just cracking, taking them all out of the shells and putting them in the seasoning and stuff. I, it's exhausting. Little, that is an exhausting little job. Little nutcracker. Yeah, just like, that guy never, if he ever gets a paper cut on his fingers, oh. he's dying. Because the amount of salt that gets onto your fingers cracking pistachios, oh, no way. You he would be in the most pain of any human. Yeah, you can't go to work. It's a frustrating nut to crack open because there's times when it just there's not enough of a little opening there and you're trying to get your oh it's the worst when there's a pistachio that's not ready to be cracked yet yo i hate that you just and they're like 700 million dollars a pound so you don't want to throw one out do not want to waste it you know you're rich if you're throwing away a 
pistachio that has a shell on it that's difficult to crack. Yeah, I, I will give it to someone if there is no opening at all. Oh, zero, yeah. Okay, but if it even has a sliver of the crack in it and you throw that away, yeah, rich person. I'm not going to tell know you. someone's rich. Tell I'm, me you're rich without telling me you're rich. Right, there it is. that's it. Throw pistachios in the garbage can. I'm not going to say whether this has happened, but I've had one that had a very, very, very small opening in the shell, just about wide enough to get a pocket knife in there. Oh, yeah. And then you had it on the counter with the knife going straight down and almost pulled a Warren. What? Oh, gosh. I know for a fact I have used, and it's really very close pliers. to Pliers. Just, just get some pliers. An old-fashioned nut cracker. Yeah. Uh, which used to be such a thing. Does anybody do that anymore? Does Kevin, anybody we just have talked about this. My, the nut tray that my grandpa used to have. Did, Kevin, where were... This is me wondering if you pay attention when we're speaking. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I just told you in an entire segment that I purchased a nutcracker off the internet. Okay. So that I could crack nuts like do my you, grandpa with the nut jar. Right. This was two do weeks ago. Do you have ago. the big tray? Yes. We, okay. Kevin Do James, you have the tool the, that I'm going to bring up? You the have picker. the cracker. The yes. Picker. Okay. Yes, so the cracker is oh, yeah. great, but the cracker always is almost too much, right? But listen to what I was going to tell you, Slim, was the the picker. I don't know what it's called officially. I think it's a pick, like a pick. The nut it's picker. the same one it's they do is at the dentist office. It is pretty much, it pretty much is. Also, the same thing that you can buy in a toenail clipper okay. kit. Okay. Okay. And I had one that of those sitting worse. on my desk, oh, and I have used that on it. pistachios. KJ, that's You don't hilarious. eat that part, Jay. That's so bad, You don't buddy. eat that part, so you just put it in there, you pop that it is... open. So that I was just so going to recommend, oh. make sure you have that picker thing, Slim. It's great for walnuts. I think that's one of the yeah. great ones that it's for. You can get all that little extra bit out of there yep. if they yep. get stuck in there. But I, I actually just going to ask you, with the sun changing its time of day being out with daylight savings. Mm-hmm. Was there anything yesterday as it got dark so early that you thought, it's time? Because yesterday was the first day I thought, I've got to go to Winco. Someone told me Winco okay. to go get the assorted the assorted nuts. Oh, nice. They said that was the place to get them. Okay. And I had not done it yet, but when it got dark at 2 o'clock, I thought, <laughs> this is this is not cracking weather. We are officially in- cracking weather. We are officially yeah. in that winter time. Let's get like a squirrel and hibernate. Yeah. Nuts in the tray. Yep. Weather. The only moment I had over the dark weekend before where dinner. I just <laughs> laughed about the time it got dark, and it was on Saturday, so it was before the hour fallback, uh, but I did a wedding on Saturday. And the photographer was like, yeah, I'm going to have to grab the bride and groom here before dinner right. for sunset photos. Right. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, wait, what? That's it's crazy. five o'clock. She's like, yeah, I've got to get sunset pictures done right now. And I'm like, <sighs> well, yeah, you absolutely do. That is the weirdest thing where the beginning of the weddings, you know, or the peak of wedding season, it's like 845, nine o'clock, 915, yeah. something like that. It's like nine o'clock. And I'm like, wow. This is depressing. You know what is kind of fun though is if you're driving around and people have their windows open, is seeing people eat dinner at you know, even though it's like five, but it's already dark, but it has sort of a family sort of nostalgic sort of feel to it. Because people have their lights on, so you know how can see them like just all sitting around the table or whatever eating dinner. And it's kinda of like reminds me of growing up, even though I hate the fact that it's dark at four twenty one. Back when this country had values and families mattered. Oh wow. Hey, Kev. It's 
<laughs> yeah. Want to play Beat the Show? Be caller 7 now at 441-0999. The Jay and Kevin Show will be back in 60 seconds. Hi, it's TC for Spokane Weight Loss. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? At Spokane Weight Loss, we know the secret. Their unique doctor-supervised program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back safely, naturally, and effectively. If you'd love to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no drugs, no hypnosis or surgery, call Spokane Weight Loss today at 509 the colder weather is here thanksgiving is coming up and the new year will be here before you know it look and feel your best for 2022 the spokane weight loss program works it helped me to lose 28 pounds a few years ago and at the beginning of the year their ultra slim body contouring program helped me to lose eight more inches it's great for both men and women don't wait Call today, Spokane Weight Loss, 509-380-9800. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Oh, thank you, baby. See you, baby. Okay, baby. Kevin James. We're back, baby. Let's have a baby, baby. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey, Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Alrighty, we are going to qualify somebody for a Luke Combs fly away to Vegas. All you have to do is beat the show. Brought to you by Uncle Dan's. Hi, Davey. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty darn good. Thanks for asking. I mean, down a tooth, up a year, you know, it's all fine and good. Let's see if we can qualify you for a flyway to go see Luke Combs. It's Nickelodeon time. So now you need to decide in your mind, let's see, who's going to be better at this? Who's going to be worse? And then who are you going to challenge in seven questions about Nickelodeon? I'm going to challenge Jay. I'm going to challenge Jay. Taking on Jay. Uh, David, what, by the way, where do you live again? Uh, Post Falls. Post Falls. Okay. I was thinking you were further away than that. Are you tracking our listeners? Oh, I, I don't understand what's happening right now. What, what do you, what, why does P.O. Box? You want street address? I mean, what is it you're like looking that? for here? Well, Davey's been around a minute. She's been a long time whoa, listener. Whoa. And so, I called her old. Wow. I did we love Davey. Wow. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Davey. Davey. You know what? In fact, you know. Davey, I'm going to give you one point because I feel bad. Oh, gosh. Pestering here. You know what? I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to go away for a while. I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, maybe more questions from Kev coming up. <laughs> Davey, uh, best of luck. Uh, 60 seconds. Pass if you need to. We'll get back to the ones you pass on if time allows. We start with this. Which Nickelodeon adventurer grew up from 7 to 10 years old and moved to a city in a spinoff in 2014 with her backpack? Pass. Tommy and Chucky were best friends in what 1990s Nickelodeon cartoon? Rugrats. Football Head was a nickname of the main character in what Nickelodeon show? Arnold. Zoe Brooks and her friends attended Pacific Coast Academy, which was filmed at Pepperdine University. What show was that? Oh. Before she was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart was a sarcastic teenager with a pet alligator in what show? Nope, pass. 
Polar opposite stepbrothers were the subject matter of what mid-2000s Nickelodeon show? Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Now, what 1990s Nickelodeon game show was based on the Indiana Jones movies? What? Uh, double there. Okay, nicely done. In at the buzzer. In at the buzzer. Very good. I'll tell Davey you. I'll well. tell you. Davy gave me a bunch of good answers right there. Davy gave me a bunch of good answers. Oh, that's probably not going to go well for I'm me. I'm going to tell you. I, I don't know, Jay. My I, brother-in-law has texted in. Uh oh. He disagrees. See, there's a wheelhouse here if you're a specific age. Yeah. I believe my brother-in-law just went seven for seven. Wow. Okay. So well, there's a chance, Jay, you can get all these right. No, there's, you, there's literally no way. So the age is 59 turning 60. <laughs> Davey didn't get zero. Davey didn't get seven. You cannot miss them all, Jay. Best of luck. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay. Which... Nickelodeon adventurer grew quickly from seven to ten years old, old, and moved to this. Uh, Come on, man. Go ahead, try it again in English. I feel like I'm already down by. A Start point. the stinking clock. Which Nickelodeon adventurer <laughs> grew from seven to ten years old and moved the city to a city? Store the Explorer. No one gets more right. that. Tommy and Chucky were best friends <laughs> in what happened? '90s Nickelodeon show? Tommy and Chucky sitting in a tree. Ah, pass. Football head was a nickname Football of the main head? character in what Nickelodeon show? No clue. iCarly. Zoe Brooks and her friends <laughs> attended Pacific Coast Academy, which was filmed at Pepperdine University in what show? Victorious. Before she was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart was a sarcastic teenager with a pet alligator in what show? <laughs> no, she wasn't. You made that up. It's one of the best shows you ever. You made that up. One of the best shows ever. Uh, Gator Gator Girl. Gator Girl, correct. Polar Opposite Stepbrothers were the subject matter of what mid-2000s Nickelodeon show? Jane Kevin show. What 90s Nickelodeon game show was based on the Indiana Jones movies? <laughs> Remember when I said you couldn't get zero? <laughs> Wait, what was the first one? Because I, Dora the Explorer, I actually watched that, all the that time. One you probably would have got. Would that have been the one? Because my daughter, that was wheelhouse Man, for I her. Got, I, this is the thing. These are hard questions, but I have received now another two more messages with seven out of seven. Man. Which I don't I got, believe because I do not believe my buddies are getting the Zoe Brooks one unless their kids watched it. Zoe 101, right? Kevin Eugene. Oh, James I, I, I remember I that show. Five. My man. Five out of seven. I remember that show, Kevin. I've never seen Zoe 101, mid-2000s. Let's see how we do. The Nickelodeon adventurer who grew quickly from seven to ten years old and moved to the city in a spinoff in 2014 with her backpack was the longest question in the history of Beat the Show. It was. And thus, everyone gets a point. I would have had backpack. That's the only part I needed, backpack. That's all you needed. Yeah. Uh, One to one. Two to one, technically, because Davey had a bonus point. Oh, man. Tommy and Chucky, because of Kevin's pestering. Tommy and Chucky were best friends in the 90s Nickelodeon show Rugrats, which is what Davey said. Oh, Rugrats, okay. And she's up three to one. Didn't know that one. Never watched it. Football Rugrats. Head was the nickname of the main character in what Nickelodeon show. I'm going to give it to Davey. Yeah. Because it was, hey, Arnold. She said, Arnold, it's hey, Arnold. Oh, what did I say? You said pass. Ah. Pass Arnold. Pass Arnold. That's what it's I meant. Four to one. And now we get into the question that Kevin got. Zoe Brooks and her friends attended Pacific Coast Academy. That was filmed at Pepperdine. Wow. Go Zags. Jamie Lynn Spears. And no one got that one. Is that real? That's who played Zoe, yeah. Man, I do not know anything about that show. Neither did you guys. It's yeah. four to one. Hmm. 
Before Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart, guys. This I got right. Stinking Clarissa know. on a Clarissa Explains It All, an all-timer. I don't know that one at all. By Melissa Joan Hart. So I got that right What year then. was that, Slim? Like that would have been early 90s, probably okay. 90 to 94. Too soon for me to watch Nickelodeon. Yeah. Clarissa for sure, for Explains sure. It All? Four to one. It's a great show. I said Gator Girl. I think that's a point. <laughs> the Polar Opposite Step Brothers. That were the subject matter of the the 2000s mid 2000s Nick show was not no. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, which is what which is what Davy said. Is it was it, Drake and Josh, Josh, Drake and Josh. Oh, I should have known that. My that, little brother's favorite show. Do not look up Drake Bell. Now he got in some problems. I I do remember that show being on in the background and me ignoring it. And finally, the 90s Nickelodeon game show that was based on the Indiana Jones movies, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Either wow. of you guys familiar with that? No. no. Oh my gosh, no boys! That is a game show that I think even as an adult now, you could go back and watch it and be entertained. Really? By. Oh yeah. Okay. You got a bunch of kids running through this hidden temple trying to find what silver monkeys, I think, is what it was. <laughs> getting attacked by all sorts of things. It was a great, huh. great show. I think they remade it or are remaking it right now for a streaming service. I believe that's correct. Either way, Davey is going to be our winner today. Congrats, Davey. Davey, well done. Uh, good choice on challenging me. I thought for sure I had six or seven in a row right, but apparently not. So congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So the polar opposite one. That wasn't Jay and Kevin. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Laurel. Kevin James. Laurel. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. Our stat of the day is brought to you in part by Zero Res. The top rated Nickelodeon show of all time is... Zach and Cody. Wow. It is not Zach and no, Cody. No, um, I mean, is it the the game show she said earlier, the the Double Dare or whatever? It is not Double Dare. It is not Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm. Kevin James, I'm surprised you did not get this one right off the bat. Probably gonna feel it was animated. Oh. Did he have a T-shirt with it on? Doggone right, he did. Oh, you're right. He should have gotten that one. Oh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Sponge yeah, Bob Square yeah. Pants took the cake as the top rated. Nickelodeon show of all time since the network launched in 1979. Holy smokes. For that, produced, of course, a ton of successful TV series, iconic characters, including, but not only, SpongeBob and the SpongeBob Squad. We did not have uh, Nickelodeon growing up. And so the, a lot of these shows I would see at Friends House and stuff. But Rugrats, Doug, that was kind of the era oh, yeah. I was in Pete and Pete. Were your kids way into Nickelodeon? Yeah, I feel like they watched quite a bit of it. I, it was like Jay and I were discussing. We were like, yeah, it seemed like a show, a channel that was on a lot that maybe we didn't always pay the closest attention to. Yeah, for sure. But you knew it was pretty safe for the kids to be watching. It It did have some shows that I always felt like I was pushing the envelope to watch, like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, was a little bit more risque. Yep. Rocco's Modern Life when I was a kid was a little more the joke. The jokes were a little bit more blue, sure. maybe, than a normal Saturday morning cartoon. So I always thought if I could get a Nickelodeon show, I was going to be cutting edge comedy. Not quite as far as like a Beavis and Butthead on MTV, right? But I was going to start dipping my toes that way, kind of like heading towards Simpsons Land. Yeah, 
They just is, always did a good job of having shows that were geared towards that right age, like where whether it was the sweet life of Zach and Cody or, you know, Jake and Dra- Josh and Drake, whatever their names are. Yeah, Drake, Drake and, and Josh. Josh. Yeah, Drake and Josh. Thank you. Uh, they just really hit the perfect target audience where it was like, yeah, you know exactly who's watching your channel. And those were shows that were tolerable enough as, as an adult to where I'd be like, yeah, I don't mind watching another episode of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. One of the things I'm interested in, Kev, that is the ultimate, like you said, that's yeah. the ultimate sign of a good thing right that's, there, that's man. The that's the rating system. Whew. I'd ask everybody right now, what was the show you remember from your time frame getting home from school and watching? And then if you're a parent of a younger kid right now, does that even exist anymore? Because I don't think it does. There's no, no. after-school cartoons anymore, are there, after-school after shows? Do you remember one existing when you guys were oh. kids? Yeah, for sure. Mine was Gilligan's Island. Oh, and you Jay, just get home was, and sit down, and it was oh, Gilligan's Island it was time. So great. It was funny, and I loved that. And it was that, and the Flintstones were always oh, on. Flintstones, Those yeah. The Flintstones. Shows. Mm-hmm. And I think every kid, even close to our age, would have to answer those two shows because they're the only ones that were on. Yeah, right? I feel like they were on. It was the you know whatever time three to four. You know that was what you'd watch yeah. back to back. Mine had a bunch of different shows in there, but I think the main ones I remember were Darkwing Duck and Tailspin. Those were huge. Tailspin was Baloo from Jungle Book as a pilot, and oh, it was so yes. great. And Darkwing Duck, of course, superhero duck of kind of the Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck world. Then it was just a fantastic show. But I, I love getting home from school and getting to see a cartoon, and I don't know what kids do now when they get home from school. Chores? I'm sure... Someone Just said so Reading Rainbow. Scott options. said Reading Rainbow. I don't know if you guys, I think Reading Rainbow was a nope, little bit after It was after definitely you after. Yeah, I did not know that one. That was a great one. And you learned something. You got learned from that yeah, show. Yeah, that would, geez, that'd be great. But PBS. I can't remember if, like, was Batman on in the afternoon? Bat- okay, was- so Batman. No, not for me. Maybe Adam the- West Batman might yeah, have been on. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. But I don't remember if it was in the, on in the afternoon. For, I feel like that was on the weekend or something. But it was like Beverly Hillbillies. Monsters, Gilligan's Island. Uh, yeah, all I remember is the Flintstones and Gilligan's Island. That's yeah. it. And then when I got into high school, like there was, there's always that one show, Slim, kind of like you said, that show where you feel like you're really pushing the line. Oh yeah. And for me, it became a huge deal. We, I think it was Sunday nights. We'd go play basketball, and then we'd come back to the house and we would watch In Living Color. Oh, yeah. It felt like we were just watching the filthiest thing. I I don't know. It was just, and it seems so. They they would push it, yeah. So cool and so fun. I was like, man, we are teenagers. Yeah. So, Kev, so edgy. It would be things you would want to take, phrases you'd want to take to school with you that you'd think you'd get in trouble for saying. Yes. You're like, I'm going to say say this money and get in so much trouble for this. (laughs) Uh, Brady Bunch off the text line. Yeah, I should have thought that one. And Hogan's Heroes. Really? For after school? That's so interesting Nothing like a war drama. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, now you have to stay up till 10 o'clock for those shows to come on. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to... I do remember PBS, uh, going to friend's house who could only watch PBS for afternoon cartoons, after school cartoons, was just a nightmare. Yeah. Because you're like, oh my gosh. 
I know that good stuff is on the network channels right now. We are learning. We're watching Zoom. <laughs> Why are we learning? We just learned all day. We spent the whole day learning. We have now we're learning more. We have so much knowledge right now. We know the alphabet. What was space?